64-bit legend. Welcome. Legend of the game, like GoldenEye, I'm more than right. Yeah. The perfect dart is dreams that seem to come to life. 64-bit, this shit, it's as real as it yeah. gets. We can yeah. talk sports, games, and music, take your pick. Take your pick. With the news, pull up and crack a brew. Crack. Smoke one with the crew, Smoke. tune in and take a view. Watch. All right, welcome to 64-Bit Legends special WrestleMania 36 preview. 36, man. 36. 36 years. Preview, prediction, um, all around uh, just run through through the whole event. Yeah, see, and so what's, what's interesting about this is I, I mean... I watch a little bit of wrestling. I used to many, many, many years ago watch it, um, but I have really no, I have really no idea like what the main storylines are. Um, so, I mean, I guess in a sense you're going to be kind of breaking down this, kind of catching me up to this. Yeah, we're gonna um, and uh, we're gonna go through each match. Yeah, um, we're gonna you know go through the build up of uh, each match if there is any build up or you know if I have any interest in the match. Yeah, well, um, basically, basically, uh, in a nutshell, you're going to be touching on like for me, and I guess for the for the audience, like what it is we should be looking at, right? And uh, what uh, and why? Yeah, is really what it's going to come and what what's going to be important and why it's not important. That's the way. That's what I'm looking to get out of this. Right, right, and it should be, it should be pretty fun. Um, it's actually a pretty pretty damn good card if you look at it. It's going to be interesting. It's uh, you know WrestleMania 36. Too big for uh, one night, yeah. aka can't have enough people in in <laughs> yeah. one area yeah. at one time because of COVID. Um, but it should be pretty interesting um, what they do with no crowd. Yeah, um, I believe it's taped already. Um, I'm not sure if spoilers that I've seen are true or not. I'm going to say they're all bullshit, but um, just because I would think that it would be a little bit more tight lipped than that. Right. And the people that I saw that were trying to give spoilers didn't have many followers on well, Twitter anyway. The other thing is, is I, I was just thinking about the spoilers aspect. I mean, if people can keep their mouth shut about a Marvel movie for fucking six years, I'm sure people can keep their mouth shut about a wrestling event. Right. Right. So, and so, um, the biggest thing is, like I said, no audience and I want to make. I want to see if they continue with the special uh, entrances because that's what WrestleMania has been kind of known for the last few years. Yeah. Um, Wonder if there's any celebrity guests. Well, Gronk is uh, hosting it. Oh, okay. We'll start gotcha. off with that. Gronk is going to host it, and I have a feeling that he's going to be involved in uh, two things that I'll get to throughout the show. So okay. Um, we'll start off with uh, Saturday night. According to Bleacher Report, this is the card lineup for Saturday and Sunday night, so that's what I'm going off of. Okay. Um, not sure about the order, but according to Bleacher Report, this is the order. Mm-hmm. Um, so Saturday night starts off with uh, Daniel Bryan versus Sami Zayn for the Intercontinental title. Oh, that sounds real exciting. <laughs> yeah. This When I saw the uh, Saturday night card, this is what I was going to lead with. <laughs> This is probably the one title match, or you know, one of two mm-hmm. that I don't give two shits about. Yeah. I can't stand fucking Daniel Bryan, and yeah. I don't care for Sami Zayn. Daniel Bryan is, you know, from what a little I've seen of him over the years, he just comes across like he's. If he was a toast, he'd be like that Ezekiel bread toast, 
where it's kind of like bread, where but it doesn't have any you, taste. Where the fuck did you come up with that comparison? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, he is a wrestler, but there's not a lot of fucking, like, there's not a lot of flavor to him is what I'm right. getting at. There's not a lot of flavor as a wrestler. If he, That's, anyway. You well, get <laughs> the problem with uh, that I have with Daniel Bryan is, um, and I can't, well, I'm not going to say his name just in case I ever get picked up by WWE. Yeah, you never know. But uh, he took some guy's moves that's banned from you know WWE talk, and um, he may have been in an incident that involved his family. Oh, so that's all I can really say. But he took a couple moves from him, and no one kind hope of... it's just the moves and not like any fatherly advice. Right, right. <laughs> so you know that's all we're gonna say about that. But um, as far as the, I don't really care about a build up. Like they've been, uh, um, so. Basically, Brian, Daniel Bryan has been getting advice from Drew Gulak, who I know you've never heard of. Yeah, I don't know who the fuck Drew Gulak is. So, he's, he was in 205. Juliak Gulak? He was in 205 <laughs> Live, right. <laughs> and Daniel Bryan lost a couple matches, and he's like, oh, I can teach you and all this shit. I'm like, okay, well, this guy's never been anywhere except for 205 Live, so why the fuck are you taking advice from this guy? So, they kind of teamed up. He's kind of his mentor now. And uh, Sami Zayn aligned himself with Shinsuke and Cesaro, mm -hmm. and they were in a three-on-one match against Braun Strowman. He was the former Intercontinental title champion, okay. and whoever got the pinfall would become Intercontinental champion. Gotcha. But it was a three-on-one, so Sami Zayn ended up winning. Uh -huh. uh, so he's the Intercontinental champion. He's defending against Daniel Bryan. Gotcha. And unfortunately, I have Daniel Bryan winning this match. Probably. Um Sami Zayn, I don't think has been in a full singles match in I don't know how long. I thought he, I heard rumors that he had like a career-ending injury and he was just going to be a manager. But mm. then all of a sudden they put the belt on him in this weird three-on-one way where he didn't have to do much action in the in the ring. You know, it sounds like a move just to keep him keep him active right. and to keep something interesting. And it'll probably be a nice like quick match that Daniel Bryan's going to win, and it'll create some little. B storyline right. for like the following weeks to come. I, I'm curious to see how long the match goes because, like you said, you, it might be short. But if Sami Zayn's 100, percent I could see it being a very lengthy match because both of them can somewhat wrestle. They're just mm -hmm. boring as shit. But so I have Daniel Bryan becoming the new Intercontinental Champion. Okay, and that's one title that's change. So if anyone is keeping track of title changes, title changes. Yes, that's one because that's one title change so far. Right. That's that's on Saturday. Tomorrow. Saturday. That's tomorrow. Yes. Um, so the second match, uh, again, we're not starting off strong. So it's okay. uh, the women's tag team title match. Oh, sweet. This will be great. Um, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Okay. Who you know, uh, I... you know, Jermaine. Yes. Um, versus, uh, <laughs> versus the Kabuki Warriors, <laughs> which are the two Asian chicks, yes. Asuka and uh, Kyrie Sane. The, the Kabukis are going to win. You think that's so? my that's my prediction. Knowing absolutely nothing out of this, could the Kabukis are going to win? Okay, because I had uh, I had another title change. Really? Yeah, I had uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross winning, unless there's uh, something weird happens where I I, I could see Alexa Bliss kind of turning on Nikki Cross yeah. because she's a little too clingy and all this shit as yeah. far as their best friends and all that bullshit, but. I do think uh, Nikki Cross and Bliss are going to win. What, like, I have, I have a reason why. I'll tell Go you my ahead. reason. Okay, because I was, because I want to compare you. Okay. My reason okay. versus what your yeah, reason. Sure. Because you're, you're an avid viewer. Oh yeah. And so mine is just by like walking by the TV every right, so right, often, right, and picking right. it up. So as like a very passive viewer, every time I walk by, 
um, I've caught more uh, recaps and screen time of the Kabukis <laughs> versus um, the uh, Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss, right. which I haven't even I didn't even know they were even involved in any of this. Yeah, okay. So that's just coming from that. They've given they gave a lot of screen time. So for the casual viewer, you know that's what they're going to want to give a payout for. So, so this this is my reason is because um, they're not entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and you yeah. know Oscar Oscar can't cut Oscar just yells in in Japanese. Yeah, yeah. Kyrie Sane doesn't talk. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. They had a decent thing when Paige was their manager, and then they just dropped her for no reason. Um, yep. She was she could have been a mouthpiece. I just don't think they have they don't have the personality to hold titles anymore. They kind of ran their course, I think. Um, and in the last couple weeks, um, they've gotten the better of Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. They've been attacking them. Oscar mm. attacked Alexa Bliss from behind. It's kind of like a revenge thing almost. Gotcha. So that's why I'm going with. Um, Bliss and Cross over the Kabuki Warriors, but again, okay. we're not starting this show off strong. And when I saw the lineup, I was like, "God damn it!" I got to talk about the probably the two <laughs> matches that I don't give a shit <laughs> most about first. So, two title changes, two matches. A side side question, actually. Uh, sure. You mentioned Paige is was their manager. What is she doing now? Because I see she's streaming right now as we we're talking on Twitch. So I don't. So. The rumors are that she she's been cleared to wrestle again. Okay, um, she had a career-ending injury uh, at a house show. Sasha Banks, I believe, like kicked her in the back off mm-hmm. the turnbuckle, and she kind of just went numb. Oh, okay, and um, so there was like neck back issues, so they didn't think she was gonna ever come back because she hasn't wrestled in years because she was yeah. I think uh, SmackDown's GM for a while, and then she was just off camera, but she came back recently. And uh, put the Kabuki Warriors together. Then they dropped her as a manager, and now I don't really know what they're doing. I think she's cleared to wrestle though, so it's okay. going to be interesting if she comes back um, either this weekend or possibly the Raw after Mania, because hmm. that's supposed to be the biggest Raw of the year. But no audience, so hmm. how big is it going to really be? Well, I'm not I, really I, sure. Obviously, she's still working there because I see yeah. on the Twitter. Uh, on her s- social media shit, it's all it still has the WWE. Yep. Usually, that's the big sign when they yep. take that off. Then it's like, oh, okay, they're no longer there. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. And they uh, <laughs> they may you know change their name to yeah. their real name or something. <laughs> you know, you see that once in a while. Okay. The, the next match actually has some uh, implication. Like, I actually am looking forward to the next match. It's Elias versus King Corbin. Okay. Um, actually, Gronk made this match. Oh really? So this is a Gronk match. Yeah, he he came out last Friday on SmackDown, um, came out dancing like a fucking idiot, but he actually <laughs> was very good on the mic. I was very surprised. Okay, um, and he decided to. He was like, "If I have the power, I'm going to make this match." And he made hmm. Elias versus King Corbin. Okay, which is pretty interesting. And last week. Elias was giving a a performance, and um, it was actually like the moment of SmackDown. King Corbin attacked him from behind and kind of shoved him off this platform. It looked Mm -hmm. like about, you know, it was camera work because it was taped, but um, it looked like about a 15-foot fall onto the concrete Mm. from the audience point of view, but obviously you could tell the way it was shot, it was almost shot like a movie. Right. So, but as far as the 
um, build up. It's been it's been all right. King Corbin's been getting a lot of momentum. Yeah, he's he's one of the top heels right now. Yeah, and it seems like he gets a lot of big victories. They just don't give him a title. Like he's the king of the ring. He won Money in the Bank before. He won that Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Like he wins big matches. Mm-hmm. Um, Elias. Uh, the reason I have him winning is I think Gronk gets involved. Okay. Um, I think they're going to try to set up something between Gronk and King Corbin because I think King Corbin could carry that feud. Yeah. Yeah. I. I so, okay, I don't no, – hold on. Finish your thought. Oh, that was it? Okay. <laughs> I was, was going to say something. It may. It, it, I didn't want to step on something you may have said, though, but I personally – this is my prediction sure. coming from – uh, completely again, not plugged in. Right. Um, I have a feeling that because you are right about Corbin. Um, you know, I, I've I've seen on Twitter. I've seen he's been. Yeah, you know, they've been trying to push him. Mm-hmm. And there's been talks about like people being saying shit on Twitter, like, oh man, you know, I've been telling you this is the guy. Yeah. He's gonna be the heel. He's gonna. But at the same time. Again, as a casual viewer, like he's he is kind of in the background where when I'm walking by the TV occasionally or scrolling through, you know, uh, Twitter or whatever, it's Elias that seems right. to be getting all the heat. So what I'm thinking is is based off of that, Elias is gonna win. There may obviously they're gonna use Gronk to yeah. some effect. So I think so. I think Elias is also gonna win. Um I I've actually gone back and forth on this. Yeah. If Elias wins, it's because of Gronk. Okay. But Elias doesn't win at WrestleMania. So that's okay. the only thing, you know, King Corbin may have it, but I'm going with Elias just because I think Gronk's going to get involved because he made the match. Okay. Um, I just hope for the whole Gronk angle as far as him signing with WWE. I hate, you know, when they bring celebrities in yeah. like this, um, especially like fucking, what's his name, Fury and oh, uh, yeah, who yeah. was the Tyson other fucker? Fury. Um who was the other guy that was in that super showdown? Uh, oh, I forget. I it was another MMA fighter. And, you know, Brock is different. Brock started in WWE, right. then he left. Right. I don't like when they bring in these dudes because wrestling's supposed to be a different element. Like, I know it's fake. I'm not trying to say it's real. But wrestlers in their world mm-hmm. should be more valued than an MMA fighter coming over there. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, that makes sense. I, I get it. I get it for that for that aspect. But I, what I'm thinking they're doing is it's because they got that deal with Fox, right. Fox Sports right, and the UFC right, are right. like together now. Yeah, they're that's they're that's, that's that's exactly what it is, and they're trying to get you know the crossover viewers. Yep. Um, but that match, yeah, like I said, we I think we both agree that Elias is gonna probably win, and Gronk's gonna get involved. The next match, though, on the card. I'm going to say it right now. This is going to be the best match of both nights. Mm-hmm. It is um, the triple threat ladder match okay. for the tag team titles. Oh, we talked about this earlier. It's the yep. New Day yep. uh, versus the Usos versus Miz and Morrison. Okay. Now, Usos and New Day, every time they fight, whether it's in the Hell in a Cell, regular match, ladder matches, they tear the fucking house down. Right. Those dudes are so fucking athletic, and they're high flyers. They're willing to take risks. Put a ladder in the mix with Morrison. Morrison's like the white Kofi Kingston. Right. You know, parkour. He's going to do some crazy shit. Basically, it, well, even Big E does some crazy shit with a uh, 
spears off the off the ring and so Miz is like the only question mark of like not being able to do a high flying move. Mm-hmm. But I got Miz and Morrison retaining their tag team titles. Um, Usos are going for number, I believe, seven, and New Day is going for number eight. Mm-hmm. I don't think they put the titles on either of them. I think this is ch- time to, you're trying to get Miz and Morrison kind of over. Miz and Morrison have been putting on great promos the last few weeks. <clears throat> They're they're one of the they're two of the few that actually like have shown up every SmackDown since it's gone to no audience. Right. So I think they're going to try to put them over against two of the best tag teams in the industry. So okay, but that match is going to steal the show. Yeah. The the big question, you know, would be yeah, the Miz. Like how how do they incorporate him, or does is he kind of like kind of in more of the background as more of a. Uh, an interference to like yeah. fuck up the match somehow to to, to push cheat. over push over the ladders yeah. you know like someone's going up he pushes it down something like that yeah um he because yeah, he's he's the only one that really doesn't take those type of risks but the guy is you know he's up there with King Corbin he's probably he's I think he's better mm-hmm. as far as a heel than King Corbin and Morrison and uh, Miz have been fucking entertaining as shit lately like right i didn't think morrison had much personality but with the miz like it's it's unbelievable they make fun of they've been making fun of the usos and new day every week like coming out dressed as <laughs> um like doing their whole like you know ooh, so you know they got the whole hey hey ho ho miz and morrison hey hey <laughs> they wanted a catchphrase they were like, oh, we're not cool because we don't have a catchphrase. So they were like, before, when they had an audience, you know, the two weeks before the, the audience went away, you know, they had the whole ch- crowd chanting, hey, hey, ho, ho, Miz and Morrison. Hey, hey, ho, ho, Miz and Morrison. They're fucking awesome. They're going to retain the tag team titles. Oh, so they, they currently have it? Yes. Okay, that's what I was trying to juggle in my head then. Because I'm thinking, I'm thinking you're, you're right on that. I would agree with that. As as just like a mathematical equation of because in my head the way I look at it is what's attention grabbing mm-hmm. and I think whoever is attention grabbing that's who's going to either right. keep or win whatever these titles right. are and it's it's always tough for WrestleMania because WrestleMania has turned into you know it, it's obviously the biggest show of the year yeah but it has turned um, from the biggest show of the year for wrestling fans mm-hmm. to the biggest show of the year for outside of wrestling fans. Yeah. So yeah. you don't always get what you want and like as far as true wrestling fans, but the audience gets if that makes sense. Yeah, they yeah. get what they want. So I'm still going with Miz and Morrison. They've been entertaining as shit and I hope they have a long tag team run because I could I could watch them cut promos every fucking day. Okay. Next match, um, we got Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins, the Monday Night Messiah. Okay, Seth Rollins. Kale. I was I'm confused I, for whatever reason when you said that I was thinking Roman Reigns. Yeah, like, Roman Reigns. A weird out. mix up. Okay. So um, we got Kevin Owens, and it, this has actually been building up for a while. Um, it's kind of overplayed a little bit now. Yeah. Um, I think they kind of put these two together as far as WrestleMania because they didn't really have anything else. It is kind and of an odd matchup. They, yeah. They've been they've been feuding for months, uh-huh. and they've already fought a bunch of times um, ever since 
Seth Rollins aligned himself with AOP and and Buddy Murphy, mm. which they took out the Buddy because it's not heelish enough, so they just call him Murphy, which it, is stupid as shit. It, it is tough to be like the strike fear in your enemy, like, oh no, Buddy's coming. Look out for Buddy. <laughs> yeah, but is it better that like, oh, Murphy's coming? Yeah, no. It'd be like, better if it was like he changed his name to like the Murph. <laughs> the Murphinator or something like that. That would have been dope. See, <laughs> see, the thing is, though, too, is okay... They they take away the first names of certain people, right? Yeah. <laughs> and they never get pushed. Like Rusev used to have a first name. Uh, Cesaro really? used to have a first name. Now Murphy. Like, why can't he keep the buddy? Like that. Like, you know, Bobby Caboose. My Bobby doesn't just leave. You know, and I'm just not known as Caboose from now on. And what about like Seth Rollins and Roman yeah. Reigns? Seth Rollins is a heel. Like, why is he? Why isn't he just Rollins? Mm-hmm. You know, it's fucking stupid. But um, yeah, this this has been kind of building up for the last few months. Uh, Kevin Owens is kind of a tech. Seth Rollins, any way he can, coming through the crowd, doing a stunner. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a toss-up. I think I'm going to go with uh, Seth Rollins, though. Mm-hmm. Um, th- he's probably going to get some kind of help from AOP and Buddy Murphy. I'm going to keep calling him Buddy Murphy. <laughs> and I, th- I don't think Kevin Owens has enough backup. He's been teaming up with the Viking Raiders and shit, but... Uh, Those guys are still around. Yeah. That was like that to me. That the stupid Vikings that reeks of like 1992 ultra gimmick, you know, yeah. Vince McMahon bullshit. Like I'm, I'm sure that that's like an idea where like Vince is like, we need some Vikings, and everyone's like, Vince, I don't think that that's the movie. Vikings need it, and they're like, just give them the Vikings, and we can, you know, we can at least keep the fat mechanics on the side. And, and the thing is, is the Viking uh, Raiders. I think it's because it went from Viking experience to something Raiders to Viking Raiders. Like they changed names like three times in three weeks. The word experience does not need to be with a tag that's, team. That's, that's, unnecessary. that's their finisher now. Oh, okay. But I, I believe so. Like but watch out, the experience they're, is coming. They're actually they're actually a decent tag team. I just can't yeah. get behind them because it's the fucking Vikings. Like, yeah. and their name is Eric and Ibar, and there's a baseball player named Eric Ibar. So, the whole thing. Why just, not? Why Ibar? Why not just Ivan? I don't like that know. sticks better. I don't know. Vince is your boy, so <laughs> I'm gonna go with Seth Rollins. Even though I'm kind of double thinking Kevin Owens may win, but Seth Rollins seems to be the new Mister WrestleMania. He doesn't really lose too much at WrestleMania, and this would kind of just push him as a further heel with that with that faction. And I'm hoping. You know, Vince doesn't really like factions too much, but I, I'm hoping that that faction kind of grows a little bit uh, more than four four people. I like mm-hmm. to see I like to see big factions like the NWO, like the Ministry yeah. of Darkness, like the Corporation. I like when there's like six or seven members. That's kind of like cool. Yeah. Kind of like a gang mentality type thing. Right. You got a you got any kind of uh, pick for that? Owens and Rollins. It should be a pretty good match. Oh yeah, I, I know. We got off into the, into the weeds with the Vikings. Yeah. I, at first, I thought you said, like, "Do I have anything to say about the Vikings?" I'm like, "Nothing." <laughs> Not good. anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> no. Um, no. As far as as far as that goes, that's a that's a that's an interesting one because they are kind of like, at least, again, from my point of view, from not watching it super closely, like Rollins was always like this. You know, he, he was like a. 
he was like another Roman Reigns type, I'll call it, because he was an ex-Shield member. Yeah. You know, so he was like a headline guy. Yeah, yeah. And and Kevin Owens was like, you know, he was, the, what was it, the friend squad with Chris Jericho or whatever. That's what it is <laughs> in my head. Whatever their, whatever their little gimmick was with that. <laughs> The friend squad. <laughs> I, they just called him Kevin and Chris. They oh, were best friends. Well, oh, like, all right. They had the fr- festival of friendship. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so looking at that, like that's who I'm picturing. Now, I'm sure that they've kind of altered their gimmicks yeah, a bit the, since the, then. Yeah, they definitely <laughs> but, have. But I'm like, how do you go from a friend squad to the fucking architect? So, which I don't even think that's his thing anymore, right? No, he's the Monday Night Messiah. Yeah, that's so. He's like Jesus, dude. He's got a sh- he's got a pretty sweet shirt. It's like him in like in front of like a glass pane a pane window, uh-huh. like church window. And oh, really? It, it, he looks like kind of like Jesus. Isn't that wasn't that the kind of gimmick that like Bo Dallas was kind of shooting for? Bo Dallas was doing like more of a motivational. Okay, like you can do it. Like, that's right. You know. That's right. Well, okay. So anyway, so my my thing just off of that, obviously Seth Rollins has got to win. Kevin Owens, it's not a good look. It's not a good look um, for because, as you mentioned before, they're they're kind of selling this show not to the hardcore fan, but to the general audience, right. the common denominator, people like myself. And it's not a good look to see a uh, overweight, sweaty guy winning over like <laughs> the Monday Night Messiah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I think I think that's gonna he's at least gonna win for now, and there's probably gonna be a quick title change. Well, there's the no next title. Week. There's no title. Oh, okay. This got is it. just a one-on-one, and that's, oh, right. that's, that's... kind of makes it interesting too, because these two are two two of the top guys, and there is no title involved. Mm. So um, with no gimmick, like no, gotcha. gi- it's not a gimmick match. It's just straight up. So that's yeah. So then definitely Seth Rollins is going to win because they because in Vince's mind he wants the crowd to get all worked up watching the, the fucking the the hot Monday Night Messiah beat up the the chubby kid. Right. That's what that's what people like. <laughs> People are assholes. That's what they like. People like the, the fat kids getting picked on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, I think I think too that Seth Rollins um, only almost kind of needs this in this role just for more of an ego boost. Yeah. So he can come on Monday night and be like, "Yeah, I told you, I'm the Monday Night Messiah. I can't be beat. Um, right. You know, I'm." wrestling god you know like well yeah and, and and top of that if he's going to be the monday monday night messiah his next appearance is going to be that following monday you if it'd be like squashing his whole gimmick then if they just had him defeated right you know and then it's like okay cool that ran its course and then we got to retool him right so. so the next match is a pretty interesting one okay no idea what it is. It's a Firefly Funhouse match. Oh yes, we between, just yeah we seen just the saw end of the promo. Yeah, uh, Cena and the Fiend Bray Wyatt. Okay, yep. yep. Which normally, and I told you this when we were watching the John Cena promo just now. Normally, I'd be like, "This is the stupidest fucking thing that they could have done." Um, it's it kind of reminds me of the Bray Wyatt Randy Orton. Um, match that they had at like sister abigail's house oh yes i remember that that was not good no that wasn't good and orton burned down the house or whatever this one since i mean that was obviously taped as well right but this one i think with no audience and kind of more of a i guess build up and um they're able to, you know, kind of think it out more. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know really how to word it, but I think this could be actually pretty interesting. No one really knows what the fuck this is. 
I'm guessing it's going to be like a weird carnival type thing because okay. it, you've seen the big mallet that the fiend uses. Yes. I, yes. I want to say it's going to be something like that. I could be completely wrong. No. You're going you're gonna to see the puppets, right. you know, and weird, just weird, like sociopath fucking Mr. Rogers type shit. Now, now this is, are they going to do this? In the, they're not doing this in the ring. I I could I, I wouldn't assume so. I would okay. assume it'd be off site. Okay. So I'm not sure what it's gonna be. Um, you know, John Cena came out a couple weeks ago, said, you know, he's stepping aside, letting you know the younger talent take over WrestleMania, and the Fiend interrupted him and kind of just pointed at the sign like everyone does, mm-hmm. which is super annoying, but. I think uh, I think Bray Wyatt, <laughs> since he lost uh, to Goldberg, unfortunately for the title, mm-hmm. which was another dumbass move by WWE um, to squash the Fiend like that. I think this is their opportunity to kind of rebuild him. So he, I think he's going to be put over. I think John Cena <clears throat> is the perfect guy to put him over. Mm-hmm. So he loses against Goldberg. He beats Cena, and everyone's afraid of the Fiend again. That's my my prediction. Um, I just you know Seth Rollins <coughs> when he fought the Fiend, he hit him with like fifteen curb stomps and couldn't finish him. He would right. kick out after one. Goldberg hits him with one jackhammer and beats him. Yeah. So, well, that's just Goldberg. I mean, Goldberg's this now the Goldberg match that was in like Saudi Arabia, right? Yeah. So I mean, that's that's almost like. That's almost like what, what do they call it? Like a non-canon match, almost. Like they say, like, oh yeah, please watch this. It's all part of the same. But in reality, it's 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 not. It's like a spin-off fucking thing. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, sort like, of. Because it's like Goldberg. Sort Goldberg of, but, doesn't need to be out there. Sort of, but unfortunately, the title changed. Oh, all right. <laughs> so Goldberg uh, took the Universal title. Was it the Universal? I always get the two. Com- yeah, it is the Universal. Um, the universal title, and I just I can't stand Goldberg. I mm-hmm. liked him when he was, when I was twelve. Now that I'm thirty two, he fucking sucks. He's a fucking asshole. <laughs> uh, everyone knows he's an asshole from his fucking Hall of Fame speech that everyone left at. They all left. Yeah, oh, like, I didn't you know should, this. You should see, look at pictures on Twitter. He was the last one. Really? To, last one to go. He was the headliner when he got uh, inducted, and someone took a picture. From like the stands, like way up high, like nosebleeds, and all the wrestlers pretty much were gone. Really, all the fans left. He was well. He was talking about he would rather be in the NFL Hall of Fame than the WWE. Oh, and, really? Like, all the shit, and then he, you know, even on Stone Cold's podcast on the network, he's talking about how uh, he he would have much rather played football and all the shit, and that he's so accomplished in all this shit, but. But he, but three NFL teams cut him. So like, the dude is just—he's just a dick. Like he doesn't need to be in wrestling. Why do they keep you? Why are they bringing him back then? I don't what know. is the purpose? He he wanted to come back at first to show uh, his son. His son never saw him wrestle because he's he was too young or okay. he wasn't born yet or some shit. So he wanted to be a superhero for his son. And all this shit. I can't stand the motherfucker. But anyway, back to the fiend match. He he fucking squashed the fiend, and. Um, I was even reading on Twitter about 15 minutes ago that, you know, we're going to get to this because Goldberg's going to be facing Braun Strowman instead of Roman Reigns. And people were like, well, how is he going to jackhammer Braun Strowman? Right. Um, 
when he could barely lift up Bray Wyatt, you you can tell Bray Wyatt was probably going limp. You know, probably, probably he, like he as was, a fuck you. Yeah. Well, I mean, we all seen the fuck up that he did with that Undertaker match. Yeah. You know, it's like, and he just it it was a shit show. Right. That was just a complete shit show. What I was gonna say um, when you were describing why he's coming back, his reasoning, it almost sounds like one of those situations where I bet he's not. He he's probably getting some sort of compensation, but it's almost a situation where. He's not like outright paying to wrestle. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's like yeah. trying to pay to play. Like, hey, man, I would really love to do right. this. Give me a nice boost. I'll, we'll etch out a good deal. Like, give me like a thousand dollars type of thing. Right, you know, right. pay me, pay me, but don't really pay me. Right. Let I, me I, could, pay I, you. I could definitely see that. And because, you know, he wants to just have the legacy of Goldberg. You yeah. Know? And he's just he, and then Vince me, probably would take that and be like, right. "Well, I don't got to pay you, and I get a nice pop, right? Cool, yeah." And he's like I said, he was cool when I was twelve. Now, you know, we're just hearing about it. Yeah, he's just a he's just an asshole. Yeah, and he's hurting people all right. the time, and he, yeah, you know, Bret Hart went on uh, Stone Cold's podcast just <clears throat> real recently on the network too, and he was like, "Dude, he's he he can't understand why he's in the Hall of Fame because he hurt everyone that he was in the ring with." Yeah, but anyway, I got Bray Wyatt winning the Funhouse match. So, I was gonna say um, with with the Funhouse match, yeah, uh, a couple things. So, uh, I agree. Bray Wyatt's gonna win. I mean, Cena's not really a full timer no more. Right. He's a movie star. He's doing kid shows and all that other shit. Going the rock route, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um. So definitely, it'll be a nice push for, um, um, the fiend, uh, to move forward. Um. I want what I'm hoping. This is my. I got a couple dream scenarios that I was gonna hit on later, mm-hmm. but this is one of them that you were able to touch on. So, I'm I'm imagining it. Yeah. They they do it like at a fun house, yeah. whatever like environment. Um. I, I almost want it to turn into like a Pillman scenario. I'm hoping that John Cena pulls out a nine millimeter. That's my <laughs> that's my dream Cena, scenario. Cena nine mil. Yeah. It, well, it, you know, Cena's Cena's the host of what? Uh, Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Yeah. And shit. So he's gonna be like Cena. You know, Nickelodeon Gak says this. You know, instead of nine millimeter. You know, he's not gonna bring out a gun. But what what I could see is you know, especially with the Fiend, and it's not Bray Wyatt in the Funhouse, but yeah. it's the Fiend. It could get like very eerie and like kind of creepy and shit like yeah as far as like almost uncomfortable well I, I could see them really doing something anyway because i've noticed i noticed this the other day where AEW seems like it's a little bit more edgy i, I yeah. see they say wor- words like shit more often yeah. and then i walk by and i see that kevin owens is starting to use some swears yeah. and i'm wondering like okay so this is wrestlemania this is pay-per-view anyway. They can get away with anything. Right. They're already kind of pushing the envelope a little bit past yeah. that PG line. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, like, yeah, how dark and how disturbing they want to get. Because I know with Cena, you know, he's like the kid's favorite. And they haven't been afraid to destroy him in front of right. the kids. Like, there was that fucking match he did with Lesnar. Yeah, yeah. That he was completely destroyed. And then there's that one kid in the background... Which is so staged anyway, but it's it's so perfect of like he's the, all the children's hopes and dreams are being crushed and, and by you, Lesnar. You see, yeah, you see the kids crying and shit yeah. in the crowd. <laughs> but yeah, because I can just picture, uh, and I'm sure everyone can picture John Cena's face. Like if something really goes like crazy, John Cena just being like like wide eyed, like oh my god, yeah. like what is going on type thing. 
uh, because he is so like clean cut and all that shit. Yeah, he, but, it's the hero. It's like the death of Superman yeah, type, type yeah. of scenario. And, and again, like I said, since the squash from Goldberg, Cena's the one guy that can kind of build the fiend back up mm-hmm. by letting him get over. So um, it should be pretty interesting. Like I said, like if this, if this was a normal scenario, WrestleMania, and there was fans and and everything else was going right, I'd be like, dude, this is going to be the dumbest shit ever because it's going to be Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt all that's, over again. That's actually the one I'm looking forward to doing, and I, I hope it comes on before I have to I have to uh, bail yeah. tomorrow night. So I, well, I mean, what uh, do you, is this the exact order, or is this like an the, estimated the, this order? This is according to Bleacher Report. Okay. So uh, this came out yesterday, okay. um, April 1st, okay. April, uh, April 2nd. Well, hopefully it's not an April, April Fool's April joke. 2nd, April 2nd. Okay. It came out April 2nd, so it's, it shouldn't be a uh, April Fool's joke. Um, the next match on the card, speaking of the dick, uh, Goldberg ah, versus yes. Braun Strowman. Now, Braun Strowman was thrown in this because Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. you know... Oh, yeah. It was supposed to be Goldberg, Roman yeah. Reigns. Yeah. And so I, the COVID yeah. is keeping Roman out. I could see that. I, I'm More and more, I'm thinking that he, it's because of his immune system. Right, right. It would just be too risky. And um, he, well, he came on an Instagram, I guess. And oh, was, did he? Yeah. And he was like, you know, my family's more important and all this stuff. Right. So, you know, a, a lot of people are like, oh, I respect Roman for that. You know, whatever. You know, it, it is what it is. He, he wants to do. I'm not going to judge his opinion. Yeah, no, he's, I get it. He's been sick. So uh, they <clears> throw Braun Strowman in. And. Braun Strowman's an interesting uh, guy to have against Goldberg because he's a bigger guy. Um, it's believable, believable that you know he could put up a good fight against Goldberg. I read spoilers. I don't believe them. Uh-huh. I think Goldberg's still going to win. Probably. I think they're going to re-issue uh, Goldberg versus Roman. I think that's the plan. All I right. think um, that might come SummerSlam. If this COVID kind of dies down, right, and then they could have their dream spear versus spear match. Well, you know, it'd be great <clears throat> for SummerSlam. Even if they want to keep the crowds low, they could do an old school fucking bash at the beach style summer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like an open air yeah, one outside on the beach. That'd be yeah. awesome. Um, but yeah, they you know people were curious on how Goldberg's gonna jackhammer. Braun Strowman. Yeah. I heard Braun... That's going to be an interesting because he's a big boy. It is. It's going to be very interesting. And and that's why the spoiler is kind of... You know, it's out there and mm-hmm. it could be believable, but I, I'm not buying it just because to throw a guy in there like that and just be like, all right, we're going to throw you in and give you the title. All so... Right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, that that definitely doesn't make any sense because he didn't really. There's no lead up to it. It's just random, and then really the idea is you want to push Goldberg for the views, right? Right. And um, the other thing I was thinking, and this just popped in my head because you, we were talking about Goldberg being really, uh, what's the word, like stiff with yeah. a lot of driver, uh, uh, with a lot of drivers, with a lot of wrestlers, <laughs> with a lot of drivers. He just stiffs them all that. Yeah. Never never tips no, the taxi no, drivers. No, um, <laughs> no uh, with a lot of wrestlers and, and like fucking them up. And I'll never forget that one match that Strowman had with Lesnar where he pissed Lesnar yeah. off somehow and he fucking nails him in the face. Yeah, and, and Lesnar, you could hear Lesnar say, slow the fuck down. <laughs> and he fucking popped him in the face legit. Yeah, that was, uh, man, he he did jack him. Like yeah. he, They showed that shit instant replay slow-mo and you yeah. could see his jaw like, <laughs> like fucking, what's his name? Uh, the first guy that you fight in Mike Tyson's punch-out. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I'm thinking. Joe. I think it'll be kind of interesting because now, granted, that's the only thing I know of Strowman. So maybe I'm talking <laughs> on my ass, but in my opinion, from my little bit of viewing, they seem to be two guys that are a little reckless. Yeah. So let's see what happens when you throw those two together, right? And what kind of shit show you're gonna get, right? And like I said, Goldberg beat uh, the Fiend. You know, in right. less than five minutes. Yeah. And usually Goldberg's matches don't go quick. If it goes more than five, Strowman's probably going to win. Um, but I th- I think he's going to hit him with a couple spears and and get yeah. the victory. They're going to keep the title on him. Plus, I already got two title changes on Saturday. I can't have a third. Right. So um, two titles uh, get retained so far two titles change and then we have the main event on saturday night because i'm done talking about fucking goldberg (laughs) and if this podcast ever takes off and we can get famous guests goldberg you're not allowed on this podcast because you're a fucking dickhead (laughs) it would be great is like it comes that that quote comes back to bite us in the ass where it's like we get big enough and then we get like people reaching out for guests and it's like yeah goldberg's got a new book you want to talk to him (laughs) it'd be kind of interesting but (laughs) <laughs> he comes in the butterfly funhouse. Yeah. <laughs> so um, <laughs> that's what we should start calling this room. Yeah. This. Yeah. For for the listener, I don't think we've ever mentioned this before, but the room that we're in, I think, used to be. It used to be my niece's room. Yeah. And it's got yeah these little butterfly decals on the wall that's never been taken down over all these P- years. pink and purple shelves. You know it's. It's a nice I mean, setup. I mean, it's a nice studio. But for for years, this was just a storage room, so never no one ever really thought about it. Right. But now it's yeah. Now that we're actually using it, it might might need to take. some... I mean, T the monster was here, and he was like, "Man, you guys set up is dope." So we got a dope. <laughs> we, we we have a dope setup. It's just you know very very little girlish. Yeah. <laughs> so the main event, or this is you know the projected main event for Saturday night is the women's. Um, championship match, the Raw Women's. Mm-hmm. Uh, Becky Lynch, you got the shirt on the man. Yeah, the man. Uh, versus Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler was the second running, uh, second uh, runner up for the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. She lost against uh, Charlotte Flair, which there was reports after that she was supposed to win, but they s- switched it that day mm-hmm. to Charlotte Flair. Shayna Baszler uh, went to Elimination Chamber, eliminated all five girls by herself. She's a fucking beast. Uh, I wish Ronda Rousey would have never came to WWE because Shayna Baszler would have been the Ronda Rousey. Right. Or, you know, she's used to be a cage fighter. Um, she's got a much better look than Ronda Rousey. She doesn't have that stupid fucking smile that she does or <laughs> or adjusting her tights or does a weird fucking run. Like, she looks like a badass. Um, I got Shayna Baszler beating Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch has had the title for pretty much a year now because she won it at WrestleMania, last WrestleMania, uh, the Raw Women's at least, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Becky Lynch's title run comes to an end and Shayna Baszler is a beast and something to be reckoned with with the women's division. I think she's going to be a champion for a long, long time. I, 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 the one thing about Shayna, because I just go- had to Google her because I couldn't remember her face, and I think I've said this to you before, like... She's got a man face. She's a beast. Yeah, she's a straight up man beast. Like, like uh, she reminds me of the lead singer of Prodigy, <laughs> the Firestarter. Just look that up if you don't know who I'm talking about. It looks very much like that's who she'd come out to is the like smack my bitch up by Prodigy. That should be her entrance music because she totally looks like she's out of that video. 
But yeah, she she's definitely a beast. She I, I think she choked out every single uh, girl in the elimination chamber. And I think Becky Lynch is kind of getting she's got to be the underdog, you know, now. Like right. she's been on top for a year. She, you know, is driving semis to the empty arena. She's doing right. like stone cold shit. Like I I don't get it anymore. Like she's got to they got to they got to bring her down to, you know, reality again right. so Shayna Baszler I think is gonna win it's her you know maybe third match actually on Raw or like as a Raw superstar yep she's a fucking beast man. I could definitely see her taking her down I could I see because they've gotta they've gotta end it since this is part one of a two-part series yeah. essentially they gotta end it on something like oh shit I didn't expect that right the face didn't win so the only thing that takes away from my opinion of Shayna Baszler winning is Becky Lynch winning and Ronda Rousey coming out. Oh. That could be something in the works. Yeah. Uh, Ronda hasn't been on TV. Again, I'm True. not a big fan of Ronda Rousey. I was uh, super excited for her to get there. Right. But when she got there, she can't t- cut a promo. She yeah. can't run. Her tights, <laughs> she, run. she fucking adjusted her tights 2,000 times during a match. Right. Um, she botches a bunch of moves. I, you know, it almost looks like it, it's like what we were talking about with Brock and Strowman. It looks yeah. like she sometimes doesn't think it, it's or sometimes thinks it's real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she it, it's it's a botch fest waiting to happen and she's about to hurt somebody. So, yeah, I could see that. Oh, and I'm sure I'm sure there's a certain element to it just because she's an MMA fighter. Like, I don't necessarily think that being an MMA fighter transitions well because that's all based on quick right. reflex instinct. And you have to you have to pull back on your punches yeah. a little bit and shit like that, you know. I mean, think think of it like Brock prob is the exception to the rule because he was trained more in wrestling first, and then and even in UFC he was still a grappler. Right. But yeah, like someone like Ronda Rousey, like when you're doing the fake punches, but you're like maybe you get accidentally knocked the wrong way, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden instinct kicks yep. in. Like, how close are you to connecting some of right. those things? That or, you know, a submission. Like, yeah. you know, just having someone in a hold and not realizing what environment you're in yeah. and just snapping someone's arm, you know? Yep. So, but I do think uh, if, <clears throat> I, I think that is a possibility. If Shayna Baszler does not win, Ronda Rousey will come out at the end of the match and set up because Becky Lynch is the one that beat Ronda Rousey for that right. Raw Women's title. So it would set up another rematch. You know, blah blah blah. Okay, and that would end. That's, that's Saturday part one. Night. That's part one. Okay, gotcha. So that, I mean, <clears throat> definitely Saturday. Uh, there's a couple that I would like to check out. I won't be able to see the whole thing, but yeah, that definitely the Cena and the Fiend. Um, and I'm I'm really curious about the Goldberg thing. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to catch it, but um, I'm sure it'll be quick. So if I miss right. it, we I can watch a three minute replay. Right. Um. But, uh, but yeah, let's. What's going on on Sunday then? Uh, what right. are these? What's all? Let me let me ask this first, because I have an assumption. Do you, uh, is Sunday the big night, or is Sunday a little light? Do they, are they shooting their wad first on Saturday? It's it's actually pretty even. Okay. When we go through it, you'll you'll be like, oh, okay. There's, uh, I, they did it well to where you people, you know, there's stuff for people on Saturday and there's mm-hmm. stuff for people on Sunday. It's not, you know, because that's what I was thinking. I was thinking, like, all, like, almost the undercard pre-show and shit was going to be on Saturday. 
Yeah. And then the main shit was going to be on Sunday, but no, they split it up pretty well. Okay. And then I thought, I was thinking maybe it was a Raw and SmackDown <clears throat> night. You know, each each show had a night. They right. didn't do that. Oh, that. That was another question I was going to have. Yeah, yeah they did. I don't, I can't keep track on <clears throat> yeah, who's on they, who. They what. did not do that. Okay. Um. So, yeah, it was, it was, they did it the best they could, actually, you know, better than I actually thought they would. Mm hmm. But um, before we get into Sunday night, we have a uh, sponsor for today's episode. Oh yes, a sponsor. Who do so, we got? I mean, we these are a, tough times. I know. So I'm glad they reached out to us. So today's WrestleMania special is brought to you by Cockles Knee Pads. <laughs> Whether you're an up and coming wrestler or a seasoned vet, <laughs> or you just spend a lot of time on your knees. Visit CocklesKneePads.com for all your necessary gear for you to become a champion. That's CocklesKneePads.com. Cockles Knee Pads, huh? Now, Cockles, um, do they have uh, the people... Does uh, who, who who owns Cockles? Uh, I I don't know. The, uh, I think it's... I, I want to say Nick, but okay. I'm, not, I'm not sure. If, if he's in the grass, does he get the itchies? <laughs> <laughs> With his wrestling gear, you don't get the itchy. Okay, good. All right. <laughs> I thought you would like that uh, sponsorship, Reed. When he when he reached out, I <laughs> thought of you. Um, but we also, uh, I also want to do a uh, debut a segment um, uh, okay. before we get to the second half uh, because we will yes. do, be doing a weekly wrestling show. Yes. Um, I wanted to <clears throat> debut kind of like we do with the sixty four bit legend regular show, right. the legend of the week. I wanted to do a throwback wrestler of the week. So okay. this week's throwback wrestler is someone that we've seen multiple times in the last week or two yeah. is Greg the Hammer Valentine. Greg the Hammer. I forget. <laughs> How could I forget about Greg the Hammer? <laughs> and the reason he is the, the, uh, what did luscious I call the, hair? the throwback wrestler of the week is because his luscious hair, yeah. and if you were standing behind him, you would think that he was a female gym teacher. Yes, exactly. While he's getting the shit kicked out of him by the Harlem Heat, well every, past his prime. Every week on Nitro. We, to backtrack a little bit, I've been watching the uh, Nitro since the NWO debuted, and that's been on the house in the house for for a while now, for gotta, a couple weeks. You gotta kill time during this corona season. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> one of the special, one of the, you know, good features of each nitro is Greg Hammer Valentine getting his ass whipped. God, by, those are by so, Booker T and Steve, right? Dude, the Harlem Heat was just beating the shit out of all these old timers. It was Greg the Hammer. What was his bo- Bobby Valentino? Bab- Greg the Hammer and Bobby Valentino. <laughs> look up, up. Bo- look yeah. up Bobby Valentino. Like, why are these two young black men in their prime, just big ass dudes, beating the shit out of these old men? Oh, and then the Rock and Roll Express and their stupid fucking journey mullets. <laughs> like, really? Is this what? Who put that match together? Thinking, oh, this is what the crowd wants to watch. Just watch these old timers getting cucked out in the ring. <laughs> Jesus. And wh- a side note, speaking of the Harlem Heat, who the fuck was that slave master fucking... Colonel Parker. Manager they had. Colonel Parker. He is, That's the most racist thing I've ever seen in my he is, life. He is now with the... In, in Nitro time. Yeah. He is now with the amazing French Canadians. He more so belongs with that because it was so ridiculous. It looked like an Colonel Sanders. It looked like Colonel Sanders. It looked like the plantation owner was bringing out like 
his workers and I'm like, what? I I never seen it, this. And I'm like, it looked like it looked like. What were they thinking? It looked like Cartman <laughs> in the crack baby basketball episode. Yes, yes. He's got the big ass ten gallon hat. He's coming out there with, with the, a like, cigar with that. What's that tie called? Oh, the bola tie the, or yeah. whatever. Um, God, that was just so. That whole scene was ridiculous. That the. the this guy comes out, Colonel Sanders comes out with these two buff black dudes that are kicking the shit out of everybody. And then who are they going up against? The fucking Rock and Roll Express. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I would If I was there in the crowd at, at, in Disney World or wherever they were doing that fucking match, I, I would have just walked away. I would have walked away in disgust. Dude, I would have started cheering like, we want rock and roll. We <laughs> want rock and roll. Who thought they were going to win? Who thought the Rock and Roll Express was like, well, I don't know, man, Harlem Heat, Rock and Roll Express, who's going to win that match? <laughs> Not really sure. It could go either which way. Especially when it's for the tag team titles. Yeah, it was a fucking title match. There was no way. Oh, no way they were going to win that. So each week uh, each week on this uh, segment of the show, we'll, we will bring back a old school wrestler <laughs> to God. discuss. And, you know, he'll be the throwback wrestler of the week. But let's get on to Sunday. Yes, yes. Um, the first match, according to the Bleacher Report, is your boy Otis from the Fat Mechanics, a.k.a. Heavy Machinery. Yes, I like my name better, the Fat Mechanics. Versus <laughs> Dolph Ziggler. Okay. And I, I'm not sure if you know the storyline about this. No, I have no the, idea. This actually was one of the more interesting storylines. It was almost attitude airish. Okay. Um, to a point with a PG kind of twist. Okay. But... Um, Valentine's Day. This was all leading up to Valentine's Day. Otis asked Mandy Rose out for a date. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mandy Rose texts Otis saying that she's going to be late. So Otis is like, all right, you know, I'm going to take my time getting ready. And Otis shows up. She's already sitting there, you know, at the table waiting for him. And Dolph Ziggler comes and sits down with her. Otis shows up, drops the fucking rose that he brought for her. You know, and, you know, it's a little absurdity out of, outside yeah. the ring. A little high school drama right, type right. shit. So the the question was, is who sent the text? Because Mandy's like, I never texted you. Blah, blah, blah. A woman like me doesn't wait around. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. So anyway, tonight actually on SmackDown, we find out that Sonya Deville was the one that sent the text mm-hmm. to Mandy. She finds out. She storms off. And Dolph is there and whatever. So this match has pretty big build up, couple of months. And I have this, is, I kept going back and forth because I think there's going to be a, some kind of involvement with Mandy Rose. Okay. Now, after the SmackDown, she found out who sent the text. She was pissed off. So is she going to help Otis or is she going to help Dolph or is Otis going to get distracted? Or is Dolph going to get distracted? This is a nice cartoonish, like, fucking ultra gimmicky match. So I'm going to go with Otis. Yeah. Getting the win over Dolph. Dolph doesn't really seem to win too many WrestleMania matches. This is kind of try to put Otis over. My hope was, and I've discussed this with you and Sam, that I wish Tucker was the one that sent the uh, text message. That's the other fat mechanic. Tucker, now, I always get these two confused. Tucker's the one that does the little belly dances? No, that's Otis. Otis, okay. Otis, okay. O- yeah, that's Otis, and he's like he like mumbles it. Tucky, 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 Tucky. 
<laughs> so he doesn't speak English? Uh, he does, but like he fucking mumbles a lot. So the whole reason I wanted Tucker to fucking send this text message is I wanted them to break up. I've discussed this with you. I mean, it's fucking absurd. It's one of your ideas, but it came from me. <laughs> and because he calls him Tucky. Yeah. And so I wanted Tucky to turn heel by t- sending the text message. You know, he get a lot of heat for it from the fans. He comes in the ring and he starts cutting rock promos when rock joined the nation of domination. And uh-huh. he could have been like, all I saw was three words, die, Tucky, die. And he could have said the same fucking exact promo as The Rock and yeah. just became the tuck. I so. see I can see that. I see that would be that would be a good way to go about it. But I think I think my prediction of how this is gonna play out, since we're already gonna see one fat kid get beat up, as I mentioned earlier, yep. they're gonna let one fat kid win. You gotta have, and and he's more the lovable fat kid. Yeah, you gotta have the lovable fat kid. So, fucking Kevin Owens. Speaking of a fat kid, Kevin Owens is like the Cartman fat kid. That's like, it's like, will you just shut up? Will you shut up? You're kind of annoying. You just you just talk and talk. You're fat. No one likes you. Whereas, whereas you got fucking Otis, and he's just like, oh, I just want to pinch his cheeks. He's like, he, he's like the. Uh, <laughs> He's like the Truffle Shuffle. Yes. Fucking, uh, yeah. What's his name? From the fucking Goonies. Yeah. Yes. I forget. What the hell is the name? I don't remember. I don't, I don't. Chunk. Chunk, yes. He's Chunk. So we got Chunk winning. To Otis. Both of us. So the next match, um, I mentioned to you right before we went on when you wanted to know what we were kind of going to discuss and uh-huh. the thing. The breakdown is Aleister Black and Bobby Lashley. I oh. have no, I, I have no idea why they're fighting. Yeah, um, I, f- I would have figured it would have been like Rusev, Rusev Lashley. Yeah. Right. Um, maybe that's already played out. Maybe Rusev's hurt. I have no idea because Rusev's not on the card. Really? Um, and I heard he shaved his head bald, which <clears> I saw maybe that's why. pictures of him. But um, Aleister Black's going to win. Bobby Lashley doesn't win any big matches. He didn't win against Rusev. He didn't win this. He didn't win that. They should have built him up to fight Brock Lesnar because that would have been cool. Two MMA fighters, yeah. two big-ass dudes, same build. Who knows what's going on with him and Lana? Like no one, I don't think anyone really cares. It is interesting for a couple weeks, and I think they ruined it with the wedding. Right. Um, but Alistair Black really doesn't lose too much, and I think they're getting him over by putting him up against a big guy like Lashley. I see. I could see that. I could. See, I could definitely see that because there's just no other angle to take, and I don't really even know too much about either of them right. outside of the Rusev angle with Bobby Lashley. To uh, I mean that's just what'll make sense. It's like yeah, he beats up a big beats up a big muscular dude from a, you know a, a mile long view. Well, then that makes him look better, right? You know, and again, going back to the theory that this is for you know the common denominator, like everybody the the, the masses that don't always watch, yeah. to suck you in. Yeah. So, and I think I think Alistair Black's the guy that they can build up. And he can be a main event guy eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, so this would be a good stepping stone to get you know on a, a good victory over Lashley. But that's that's pretty much it. I don't really have much else to say about that match because yeah, there's no. Just, does, real, it's unless, not that interesting. Yeah, unless I missed something on Raw, you know, the last couple of weeks. There, when I saw that they were fighting, I was like, why the fuck are they fighting? So because Alistair Black had this thing against Rowan, mm-hmm. Lashley had against Rusev. So I, I don't know. Um, they kind of squashed Rome with that whole spider fucking weird cage thing. Oh anyway. yeah, that's dumb fucking dude. They fucking they fucked that up so much. Like, He's not I on the card either. 
I saw that you bring that cage out. Someone had got blood on their face, and I'm like, "What is that?" It's yeah. like you know, be great. Never show it. And then they finally reveal it, and it's some obviously fake robot spider. Yeah. And I'm like, really? This is what you're gonna do? And this is the whole fucking gimmick. And the thing is, is not only did that ruin it, but Rowan week after week after week was fighting guys that you know local jobbers. Yeah. You know, fucking Todd Radzinski of the world. You know, like he's in Detroit. He fights Todd Radzinski. Who the fuck's Todd Radzinski, right? Yeah. So, um, and who the fuck is Todd Radzinski? Yeah, I don't know. Fuck him. So, <laughs> <laughs> he won't be listening to this one anyway. But anyway, um, so he, he's fighting all these jobbers. And the first time he fights someone on the actual Raw roster yeah. is Aleister Black, and Aleister Black beats him. So, mm-hmm. Immediately, once he beats him, you don't give a shit about what's in the cage because yeah. he lost. Yep. Second of all, the first guy that he fucking fights on the roster, he loses. Like what? Well, yeah. Like all your buildup, you're trying to build him as a monster, and he loses his first match. Why, a, why would you put him against Alistair Black if you're trying to build Alistair? Mm-hmm. B, you know, at least don't have him pinned. Like have it go to a double count out or a disqualification or something. Like yeah. he, he didn't have to lose, and now. Now his gimmick's ruined. Then he, they had the fucking spider thing. It was just all a mess. But, um, yeah. Black over Lashley. Yeah, that's <laughs> that'll work. That's <laughs> I, I'll I'll go along with that because yeah, nothing else really. Even it doesn't matter. It's right. Just, it's a fucking go take a piss, go take a shit while that's on, and you won't miss much. And speaking of shits and pisses, uh, uh, the next match is, uh, just kidding, oh. <laughs> NXT Women's Championship, uh, Rhea Ripley, the current champion versus okay. Charlotte Flair. Oh, yeah, yeah, Winner yeah. of the Rumble. This is actually, the. Uh, I actually was, I was pissed that Charlotte won the Rumble, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm glad she challenged Rhea Ripley because she's not going to be the women's uh, champion on SmackDown or Raw. She could possibly get it on NXT. I still think Rhea Ripley wins. I think this is an opportunity to put her over. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlotte has enough titles. She has like fucking 10. Um, they have to, uh, you know, I, I think it's stupid that they had to get her to 10 just because her dad's at 16. I think oh, that's like yeah. the the uh, relation there. Right. Um, but I don't see her winning the NXT championship. I see it more of Rhea Ripley getting over on Charlotte on, in a good match. And it might not even end clean, mm-hmm. um, but I don't think the title ch- changes hands. Right. Because unless they want to build some crazy fucking storyline where Charlotte's exclusively on NXT, I don't see that happening. Though. Yeah, I don't I don't think so. I don't think that's going to happen. I, 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 NXT is just like... I mean, doesn't AEW beating them in the ratings? At this right. Point? So like, that's one thing. Like, would they put Charlotte on there? But like, why would you go with Charlotte out of everyone? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. to try to get ratings up. Like, I, I don't get it. Yeah, that's a weird one because that one that doesn't really follow the same logic. That's like, and the NXT is the NXT brand even really outside of that represented at all in WrestleMania? Is that the only match that's really? That's the only match. They usually yeah. have a they usually have a takeover. Yeah. Uh, right the night before WrestleMania, so it would be on Saturday. Oh, but they're not right. Yeah. So I don't know if they did anything special this past Wednesday. I don't really check in on NXT, but right. I usually watch AEW just because it's new. You know, <clears throat> something different. Right. They actually put on matches right now. So, not to get you know so a you know pro AEW during the WrestleMania talk, but right, um, 
you know, they do put on matches. So yeah, they are they are putting on some matches. And the fact uh, that AEW is getting a little creative with their editing. I mean, well, we've seen it today with the John Cena and, promo and yeah, everything. Bray Wyatt. And I think that'll, that'll really kind of give it a little bit of an extra oomph uh, as far as the WrestleMania match. Because, yeah, if it's pre-taped, they can edit it. They can do different angles. They could, you know, they can make sure the shot looks perfect. Right. You know, there's retakes they could probably do. I mean... I don't know how how in depth that they go in when they're filming right. these things, but they could really make that into like a real production. Yeah, it could be it could be pretty sweet. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, Hell, they could it, film it like a movie. Yeah, and it's going to be very different because there's going to be no audience. But speaking of no audience, what I think it would be cool is what AEW kind of does is have their wrestlers out in the crowd. Oh yeah, that's a good idea be, too. Because they could have their whole roster out there and just kind of be separated, you know, right. six feet social distancing or whatever. Right and. But, you know, you could have, you could see more of the wrestlers' personalities come out when they're just, like, acting as fans. Right, right. But um, we'll get on to the next match. Uh, it's for the Raw Tag Team titles. It's uh, your boys, the Street Profits. Versus- you say that like I fucking, I don't really know them, and I hate them. <laughs> so your boys, the Street Profits, <laughs> they are taking on Angel Garza. Yeah. And it was supposed to be uh, Andrade, but... Uh-huh. Apparently he's hurt. I know he had some. He violated the substance abuse, oh. so he was suspended before this. I don't know if it's a resuspension or a punishment, or if he's actually hurt. Mm-hmm. But he's being replaced by this guy named Austin Theory, who's a NXT guy. Never heard of him. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going with the Street Profits. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's the these. This is one of the hottest tag teams out right now. Are they really? They are. They're super popular. Wow. Um, I just I don't like their buffoonery that they're doing. I figured I wish they would come harder. Like you're going to call themselves Street Profits. I figured they come with more of like a street vibe. You know, like what what was that thing? What was that team that New Jack was in? Like something like that. <laughs> the gangsters. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You, you, if, if anyone hasn't seen Vice Lands, uh, Dark Side of the Ring on New Jack. I suggest you check that out. That By the way, they're fucking they're, crazy. They're putting up all those Dark Side of the Rings on YouTube as well. The yeah. Full episodes. Yeah. So but check that, that out. The New Jack one is probably the best episode I've seen so far out of both seasons. Yeah. That dude was fucking nuts. <laughs> I mean, he tri- he literally tried to kill like three people in the ring. <laughs> and like D'Lo Brown was like, can you... You know, can you charge someone with attempted murder in a wrestling match? I don't yeah. know. How do you prove it? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, the dude took out a fucking knife, like a real knife, and fucking stabbed the dude like nine or 16 times. That's, I forget the number. That's my kind of wrestling match. How many times did I tell you every time that they do these like, oh, there's no limits, no disqualifications, weapons matches? I'm like... Why isn't there a gun and a knife on that table? Okay, Then we Russo. can see who's okay, fucking, Who's really the tough guy? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If you're if and uh, another podcast to check out if if you guys are interested is Bruce Pritchard's something to wrestle with. Mm-hmm. He's got an episode on Vince Russo, and Vince <laughs> Russo had an idea to have Fred Goldman versus OJ Simpson at Rus- uh, the WrestleMania that Roddy Piper and Goldust uh, fought at, and um, he wanted to give Fred Goldman either a bat, a gun, or some other kind of weapon. <laughs> Like, get the fuck out of here. That's right. my kind of guy. So, street, street. <laughs> I like where his head's at. Street Profits are winning this match. There's no doubt about it. <clears throat> so, the next match is the last women's match of the card. It's uh, the SmackDown women's title. Uh, it's a five way, I believe it's elimination match. 
So it's not the first pinfall. I believe okay. it's not uh, elimination, but it's Naomi versus Lacey Evans versus Tamina versus Bailey versus Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. Bailey's the champion. It's kind of two on three because her and Sasha Banks are you know buddy buddy against the other three because they you know just want to take them out. Mm-hmm. Um, my prediction on this is Sasha Banks is going to win. Uh, this will split up Bailey and Sasha Banks to a point, possibly because. You know, the jealousy thing or, you know, tonight they were acting, you know, like, oh, if you win, I, you know, win type thing. So as long as the title stays with them, that could be an angle. But I think Sasha Banks becomes, I think, the second Grand Slam champion for women. Mm-hmm. So um, I think she I think it's almost a no brainer that she wins. They're kind of yeah. building her up like that. But um I don't. Plus, I don't like. I don't like Bailey's new look, where she kind of looks like just like like Darth Vader. Uh, yeah, like her hair looks like the helmet. Yeah, well, she's also got like old woman face. Yeah, she does. It's. I don't. I don't really understand it. I don't know if it's just a bad makeup job because, I mean, they make these girls up. Yeah, like heavy, heavy. Like I've seen. Uh, what was what's the one Kabuki warrior? The the main one. Oscar. Yeah, she's got a YouTube channel. I've seen, and she looks like. She looks really cute. Like she looks like a like a normal without all the extra bullshit on. Yeah. And then you realize like what makeup really does. Right. You know. Granted, even on her YouTube channel, you can't understand a fucking word she's saying. Right. So. Yeah. And <laughs> Sasha Banks, you know, on a side note, she's been looking fucking hot as shit the mm-hmm. last few SmackDowns, wearing non ring gear. Like oh, today, really? She was wearing like this blue shiny cat suit, fucking hot as fuck. Really. Uh, last week, I even tweeted about last week. Last week, she had this. You know, it was like this leopard thing with like half. It was like one pant leg and then half, but her ass cheek was hanging out. It was it was a unique outfit. It was fucking hot though. <laughs> but you know, Sasha Banks gonna win that shit. So, um, do you have any other? Yeah, I mean, I I agree. I think the uh, um, I think the time boss is gonna take it. Time boss, baby. I think she's gonna be able to. I mean, it just makes sense out of again. That I'm just I'm just visually looking at like what would be appealing if it was on mute. What would be appealing to watch, you know? And she's the most flashy one out of the group, yeah. so she's got to be able to win, you know. That's that's kind of that's the other thing I'm looking at. Like, what what is it that's the most eye catching, and what really puts it to the test is if you watch these matches on mute in the background. Mm-hmm. What is going to still be able to give you that same uh, feel, you know, uh, that same enter- enjoyment or enter- entertainment? Right. It's going to engage you uh, to be like, wait a minute, wait a minute, turn that up. I got to watch this. Yeah. See, with me, I look at future storylines. And with Sasha taking the title from Bailey, with mm-hmm. not necessarily pinning Bailey, um, will just cause some friction and an interesting dynamic between the two. So I think the title changes hands, mm-hmm. goes from Bailey to Sasha best friends or not best friends we'll see and yeah, we've seen what happens to the best best friend squads yeah yeah they don't stay friends you know, forever maybe you make the list <laughs> um I forgot about the that. next uh the next match <laughs> should be a pretty pretty good one um it's the last man standing match between edge and orton okay so a little bit of background. Um, obviously, everyone knows that Edge came back at Royal Rumble right. for the first time in like nine years or some shit after he retired. Got a huge pop from the audience. I've never been an Edge fan, but he got a huge pop of the uh, from the audience. You know, he's in the Rumble. Orton comes out. 
They have this little, you know, rated RKO remnants, you know, like, hey, we used to be tag team partners and shit, mm-hmm. and everyone went crazy. So the next night on Raw, Edge comes out, addresses the fans, says he got goosebumps and shit from coming out, you know, all the gay shit. And um, Randy Orton comes out to be like, hey, you know, welcome back. You know, maybe we can get the band back together. Right. And Orton or Edge starts, you know, smiling ear to ear and shit. And then Orton just hits him with an RKO and it was fucking awesome. And then he takes out a chair and puts another chair and does the single concerto. You don't know that move. So no, Edge and Christian used to both take a chair and hit yeah. the guy like sandwich him with chairs okay, to, gotcha. to the head. Gotcha. And they would call it concerto. Well, a single concerto is putting a, a chair on the floor. Oh, gotcha. Put the guy's head there and, you know, smash his head. Gotcha. So Orton does that to him. Fucking Edge is like twitching. Mm-hmm. And you don't see Edge for a while. Next week, uh, Matt Hardy comes out um, before he went to AEW. This is how they send him off. Mm. Two weeks in a row, he gets the same treatment that Edge got. Okay. So then after Matt Hardy, Beth Phoenix, Edge's real-life wife, mm-hmm. comes out, you know, and Orton still hasn't explained himself. So she comes out, you know, claiming that she was going to announce, or Edge, I think, claimed that she was going to announce Edge's re-retirement or something. Okay. For, due to the concerto? Yes. Okay. So, um, <laughs> the concerto. <laughs> um, so Orton interrupts her, and cuts this promo and i'm watching this thing and he's like i'm doing it for edge you know i'm doing it for your family so your kids have a dad and all this shit so he's not on the road and i'm like dude this is the dumbest like why go this angle right (laughs) and i'm listening to this and i'm like this is such fucking bullshit like this is so stupid why is why are they playing this angle and then all of a sudden my all my emotions turn right around when he hit fucking Beth Phoenix with an RKO. Really? You know, I'm not condoling hitting women, right? Right. But in this industry, that is fucking awesome. You it, know, I, you haven't seen that in a while, right? I, you know, those and intergender the, matches don't and, really come around and anymore. The thing is, is they're not really hitting them, right? Beth Phoenix is a trained wrestler, so right. like, if anyone's trying to hate on me for saying that he shouldn't hit a, wi- a woman. I agree with you, but in right. this industry, it is okay. Yeah. Like, teach your children better. Like, you know, just like fucking South Park or any or Family Guy. Yeah. Like, fucking teach your kids right from wrong. Like, it's funny to joke about this shit. Like, get off my back if you don't like it. Right. Anyway, <laughs> so my emotions completely changed. I was like, holy shit. He actually RKO'd her. The fans fucking hated it. They were fucking booing the shit out of him. It was fucking awesome. Great heel move. Right. So, Edge comes out the next week. Blah, blah, blah. You hit my wife. Blah, blah, blah. Who gives a shit? Last man standing match. WrestleMania. Bam. So between the two, I'm not really sure who's going to win. This is probably the most toss-up match that I've had. You know, I keep going back and forth because Randy Orton used to be the legend killer. Mm -hmm. He could kill another legend. You know, he could kind of bring that gimmick back. Right. Um, Edge hasn't wrestled a full match. Right. In years. Um, But it is a last man standing match, so... That means if his endurance isn't there, they could have a lot of big moves and just lay there. You know what I mean? Big move, you know, kind of chill. Big move, chill. But I'm very curious on who's going to win this match. My prediction, I, w- I would have to go. I- I'd love to see Orton win. Like I said, I'm not an Edge fan, but my heart's saying Edge. 
you know, I think Edge is going to uh, win because it's like the redemption type mm-hmm. thing. Um, but I would love to see Randy Orton beat Edge. Yeah, I can kind of see. I mean, since Edge hasn't wrestled in so long, it really wouldn't make sense for him to win. Um, all of a sudden, like he he's coming back out of the blue. And then now he's going to beat a guy who's been active yeah. for years now. And it's just I mean maybe it's the maybe it's the old Popeye uh gimmick where it's like, well, you 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 hit my girl and I'm going to come back yeah. and eat my spinach and I'm going to get you and then I'm going to be the hero. But I don't think that they're going to go that route. I think this is something this is a match that's going to draw some eyes, but they're going to drag this feud out for a while. I think it's going to go further because I didn't even know I, I all that with, backstory. I, I, I agree that it's going to go further, but I'm saying Edge is going to win this one. Really? Okay. Ed, Edge is going to get the pop, the 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 WrestleMania moment, the yeah. comeback, the the redemption okay. against him. Maybe you're right though, because again, this is like episode one for a lot of people, right? So I I, I do kind of get that. That that does make sense. It could go either which way. Yeah, it could go. He could yeah, it could Popeye versus Bluto situation. I could. All right. I yeah. Re- I agree. Rematch for the next pay per view or SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, the next match is another. I don't know how this match is going to go. Uh, it's the Boneyard match. The Boneyard match. The un- like the Undertaker versus AJ Styles. Um, <laughs> is this this is in an actual Boneyard? I believe so. A boneyard prison, a Punjabi boneyard prison. No, I in think a cage. It, no, I think it's just like a graveyard with dogs. No, <laughs> N- none of that. None of that. In a, on fire. No, like f- f- the dogs inferno are... match. Yes. No. <laughs> no. I think it's just in a graveyard. So not to disappoint you, but oh, um, Undertaker is basically set up against a guy that can uh, help him sell his moves. Okay. A- AJ Styles is a good worker. I think. At this point in Undertaker's career, he could only be matched up with either AJ Styles or like a guy like Dolph Ziggler who's going to sell each one of his moves and make him look good in the ring. Right. We've seen how bad he can look. Well, was that... I mean, with Undertaker, are you referencing the Goldberg thing? Because yeah, I think that I'm, was Goldberg, though. I, I'm, I'm referencing everything that I've seen in Undertaker in the last, like, three or four years. Really? He's been that bad? I haven't really paid yeah. attention, so... I mean, I, even last year, he he fought Cena. Yeah. But it was, like, uh, maybe a two-minute match. Was that that stupid gimmick where it's like, Cena's just sitting in the crowd as an attendant? We, we don't know why he's here. No, 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 oh. no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I don't think it was. Was, was that, that was it that one where he just like and it's like it's so obvious he's gonna wrestle somebody because he was like, "Well, I haven't heard from the Undertaker, but if yeah. he shows up, I'm gonna be there." And I'm like, "Okay, it might be." It <laughs> might and that kind of starting to ring a bell. Um, yeah, because last year I think it was the Doctor of Thugonomics that came back and then he fought Elias and beat him oh. in like a minute. Yeah, but um, yeah, so uh, Taker's gonna win this match. Okay. Um, He's already lost twice at WrestleMania. You can't have him lose a third time. Right. Because he, he's lost to Lesnar and Roman. Right. Probably the two top names now. And AJ Styles will make him at least look somewhat good. Right. I don't know what this graveyard shit is going to entail. It, it'll probably be whatever the fu- fu- Firefly Funhouse thing is. It'll probably be filmed the exact same way. Right. Or similarly. 
to that, but in a boneyard. Right. Or and a graveyard. Or, I don't know why they're calling it a boneyard. Yeah, they're calling it a boneyard. <laughs> but there's also rumors about Undertaker coming out as the American badass. Ooh, that would be so interesting. That's interesting because AJ Styles keeps calling him Mark, which is his real name. Right. And it's almost like a like a prophecy of a of a gimmick change. That would be that would be very interesting if he came out as the American badass with the Kid Rock song yeah. kicking, you know. That would be good. That that takes me to a to a, a a wish prediction, but I'll get to. But I don't, we'll save that. I'm gonna put a pin in that one. Okay. So, all right. Well, we don't. We only have one match left. Yeah, I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait till the after that. Okay. Because because there's a whole thing. I got a little bit of a build up to it. So. I, I also have something that I would like to add at the end. So, okay. Cool. Um, the last match of the night, Drew McIntyre, the Royal Rumble winner, mm-hmm. against Brock Lesnar. And this actually should be a pretty uh, interesting match just because Drew McIntyre is one of the few people that's actually been able to get one up on Brock as far as throughout the Raws and stuff, the buildup. Mm-hmm. He's actually been able to attack him, you know, hit his finisher a few times on him. He was the one that eliminated him at the Royal Rumble, ended up winning. And I have Drew getting his WrestleMania moment. This is his first, uh, like, main WrestleMania without being in part of like 3MB with yeah. fucking being a jobber. <laughs> and it's unfortunate that there's going to be no fans to see it live, you know, because he's, I think he's going to win the title. He's going to get his first title and uh, it's yeah. going to be a huge moment and there's going to be nobody in the crowd. <laughs> yeah. Drew, didn't Drew, didn't Drew win the Royal Rumble? Isn't that yeah. right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's why he's in the match. That's yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. He eliminated Brock and then he, yeah, yeah, yeah. he eliminated Roman to win. Yeah. But so wait a minute. So it's still, he's, you may have just said this, but I'm fucking. I was thinking of three different things. He's go, still going against Brock, yes. right? So, how did they make that work with Brock being in the Rumble, but he's still? So Brock was a champion, okay. And Brock said he he basically, from what I you know my interpretation was you know because he was like I can win the Rumble. I think he wanted to try to prove that he could win the Rumble and almost take Mania off. Okay. Because he wouldn't have to fight anyone. Gotcha. Because he's already the champion. Right. That's my thoughts on it. I'm not sure if that's 100% correct, but it's a theory. And, you know, obviously he eliminated the first, uh, you know, 14 people Uh in the Rumble, tying the record. And then Drew McIntyre was the one that was able to eliminate him. And it was all known that, you know, before the Rumble. Everyone's prediction was whoever eliminates Brock is going to be the one that faces him at Rumble or at Mania. Um, I don't know if many people thought the person that was going to eliminate him would win the Rumble, but it would at least set up the match. Gotcha. Drew ended up doing both. I think he wins at WrestleMania. I could see that. And Brock just seems to lose the title every WrestleMania. He'll gain it back yeah. for WrestleMania. Yeah, he's the perfect one to lead it up to it because he's yeah. like the the big villain that you want to take down right. and then you want to see the hero win. And, and he's he's a big name for yeah. you know the non-wrestling fans. He's a big name for Fox, yep. even though he's on Raw. Um, he's associated with you know MMA. So you have the crossover. And I yeah, Drew, I think, is going to get his first title and it's going to be in front of a crowdless WrestleMania. Well, that'll, be, that'll be pretty interesting, though. Like that one, I'll, I'll I would like to see. I'd like to see how that one turns out. Um, but I don't. I mean, that one just seems like a straightforward, like one of the few that, that that's uh, amongst these lists uh, of matches 
that's actually like a straightforward wrestling thing, not a not really gimmicky, right? Straight, but it's actually something that'll be this ought to be interesting. Yeah, and I'm wondering, I'm sure they're gonna, it's gonna go on for a while. Right. I don't think it'll be a quick one. No, I think it'll be like a 12 to 15 minute match. Yeah, um, it's not gonna be a squash because they've been building up Drew as far as like he might be the one to be able to to like a, like a chosen one almost right. like to beat Brock even though Brock's been beat before but um a couple other things that you know after since we went through I have another prediction that I have is I think Gronk is going to win the 24/7 belt Oh, I forgot about that. Who's currently got that? I think it's our truth. Oh, he still got it. Okay, he got it back. From, okay, got uh, it. Some fucking dude that I don't even know his name. I forgot. Yeah, so that'll be a little sideline sideshow yeah. while he's out there. He'll end up getting us twenty. Yeah, that makes sense. I could yeah. definitely see that happening. Yep, and um, I'm not really sure what else is going to happen. Like outside outside of this card, because really, with it being taped, I mean, they always say anything can happen. Yeah. But really, anything can happen. Well, okay, so this this gets me to what I was going to bring up earlier. So there's a couple things. There's two items I want to touch on. Okay. So the the first one is it, in relation to what you're what you're saying, like anything can happen. Now, if this was a regular WrestleMania, and because uh, of what year it is, I would have had a feeling that Trump would have shown up. At WrestleMania, yeah. he won't show up at the for right, sure on right. this because it's it's a bad look, right? Because it's just like, you know, he's kind of getting blamed for a lot of stuff, so, right or wrong, whatever, wherever you stand on it, doesn't matter. But yeah, it's but just not a good if look. If this pandemic wasn't happening, yeah, I almost guarantee that that'd be such a smart campaign move All because right. well, what state is this in? This is in Florida. Florida, Florida is a big state for him. He's got a. It's one of it's like Michigan and a few other ones where he's got to win over. Um, so definitely there. Plus, it's a worldwide yeah. platform. Um, I could, de- and he, of course, he's friends with Vince. I could have definitely seen Trump showing up right. as like for some. He wouldn't do anything super gimmicky. No, I'm it, sure he wouldn't. Do, but he would make some sort of like, you know, little little speech, and then it, it would. I would think it would be like at the beginning, of, the very beginning of the show. Yeah, he would come out, and it, he might even just be like, you know, God bless America. Yeah, type yeah, thing. and kick it off. But yeah. um. And maybe you never know. Maybe he'll do have. Maybe he has something pre-taped or pre-recorded. I mean, it's still, it's still not a bad move because right now the only things that you're seeing of him on TV is this fucking COVID shit. So you know he's still got a campaign. I don't know. I'm just thinking, thinking out loud. But that and he could even with the COVID stuff, he could be like, hey, we're in this together. We're yeah. gonna fight this together. You know, sending like, a positive message, yeah. being able to put a giant positive message at the beginning of this big thing. Or and- it could be him versus Whitmer. <laughs> you know? Yeah, they put a match Steel together. Cage match. It would be great is if they get the they, they recreate the meme, like Vince gets some guy with a CNN fucking <laughs> helmet on, and then Trump like tackles him, beats him up. <laughs> but <laughs> So that, that would be good. So maybe, that maybe Fred Goldman. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what he's doing. Uh, but that was that was one thing that I was uh, I'm I'm curious to see. I don't think he's actually going to show up, but I'm sure if it wasn't, like there would probably be a better shot of him. Um, and that wouldn't be a bad move. Love him or hate him, that's still just a solid move to do if you're going to try to get some TV time. He's a Hall of Famer. He is a Hall of Famer too, and that's what made me think of it. Um, the other thing is, is now this is something that I was hoping they were going to do since it's a spe- since they're doing special matches and they're getting creative. Lumberjack match. Yes, <laughs> I'm thinking. So since we were talking about, since you brought up Greg the Hammer and some of these old timers, I think now would be the perfect time 
that they go and they uh, debut the Vincent Kennedy McMahon belt. And Vince makes one final run for 2020. Starts a good run going on. He's Things are going good. He's got the XFL going on. You know, WWE's, you know, people are still watching even with the COVID. They go through. It's Vince. Uh... I don't know, Greg the Hammer and the Rock and Roll Express and the Freebirds. And they go together and it's a li- like, they're like an NWO group. So they're they're taking out like everyone? Yes, they're going to take over WWE because like Vince is like the Bischoff of the NWO. Yeah. And then like these old timers are going to come out and they're going to like take over and they're going to start fucking up like people's matches and like Jericho's gonna be well, no, he's at AEW now. But I was gonna say he's gonna get all pissed and start slamming a chair and like you know that's that's what I'm what I wish would happen because I think that that would turn this whole company around if Vince did a fucking elderly NWO run in. So I thought about this earlier, and for the you know we're gonna be doing a weekly show on yes. uh, specifically on wrestling a recap. Yep. Well. I was thinking about doing a segment of Melvin Troy books this <laughs> and, you know, have all your fucking crazy, <laughs> stupid ass ideas. These are great ideas. Yeah. Well, I think so I, you can't debut them all right now. <laughs> no, but that's that's one that I was just thinking of recently with, you know, he's going to have since watching these clips of the NWO and everything. I think that would be a great way to eventually debut it. And then he, of course, has his own belt, you know, that he can. And we can get into that at a later date of like the stipulations of the belts and all of that. But that's that's where I'm thinking. Get like a geriatric NWO out there, just fucking spray painting that people. Start, that, does that start with a G or a J? Uh, it's a G. So GWO. Yeah, it'll be the GWO. Geriatric World Order. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they go and they they they're spray painting GWO on people's backs. Randy Savage is getting his ass kicked He's again. Dead. Well, it'd be an easy match, now won't it? <laughs> Fucking. They're leaving like dentures on him. Yeah, and then and then the only way they can stop him, the only way they can stop him, Triple H has to contact the real NWO because they're not Jesus in that much Christ. better shape anyway. I thought you were going to say they start playing a game of bingo or something. They no. just all stop. No, it'll be GWO versus NWO, and fucking Scott Hall's going to get destroyed. <laughs> He's going to get destroyed. Fucking Vince is going to pile drive him through a fucking two tables. Last time Scott Hall was in any action, he took that back body drop at WrestleMania, and I thought he died for him versus DX. Oh, my God. But yeah, that'll be where... And then Sting is going to come down from the rafters and break it all up, and then... You know, that's I'm I'm not gonna give any spoilers. That's where I'm gonna leave it off. All right. So as far as this show, um, this will be uh, hopefully posted before WrestleMania. Yes. Well, it, it'll technically it'll probably be the morning of. Right. Technically. Um. But yes, it'll be it will be Saturday early. Um. But interest interestingly enough, interestingly is that the way to say it? No, I don't think that's that's not what I want to say. It, um. Coincidentally. Coincidentally, no. Anyway, listen. This is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Fucking um, this show. If you want, if you listen to it before you get to watch WrestleMania, great. But what's going to be really interesting is if you listen to it afterwards and you can see how correct or how wrong right, we are right. based on this, and more importantly, how correct or wrong I am since I don't know much of yeah. anything. Like how how on the nose am I 
versus how far off base am I? And yes. I'm telling you, if the fucking GWO shows up on by Sunday, fucking game over. Well, we, I'm I'm calling up Vince and I'm like, listen, you got to get these mics out of my out of my I, house. I was about to say that. I mean, or we pay me. We we have these mics. Yes, but we've claimed for a few years that there's been a bug from uh, WWE headquarters in this house. There's so many ideas that we've that we've talked about that, that all of a sudden show up on. Yeah. Them. And so the one of the craziest ones was um, when Jericho and Owens was were teaming. Yeah. And they're like, well, what are they going to call him? I was like, look, they're just going to call him Kevin and Chris. And they're like, there's no way they're calling him Kevin and Chris. And the next week they're like, here comes Chris and Kevin. Yep. So I there's a there's a couple other ones. We'll, we'll have to get into that. That's yeah. definitely that's a teaser um for for the next recap and actually i mean the next recap we'll probably do tuesday yeah have it posted by wednesday um and you can listen to that while you're watching uh aw yeah and then then we'll we'll, uh right tuesday i don't know what's one we'll figure it out we'll figure out a schedule we'll at least have uh the results of wrestlemania we'll talk about yeah you know the event uh the likes dislikes bad good bad ugly mm-hmm. um we'll talk about the raw after wrestlemania which is supposed to be the best or the biggest draw of the year uh-huh. but with no fans it's going to be interesting because that's the element of it um that makes it the biggest and if depending on what day we record it we may have some AEW shit or we may wait for the week after for AEW but and might we do some? We might even throw in some recaps of uh, Nitro. Yeah, yeah, the Nitros we've been watching. I'm at uh, December '96. If anyone wants to join, of uh, watching that. So uh, thank you for, uh, uh, I guess, joining us for the WrestleMania yes. prediction. Wherever you're preview. listening at, and if you're if you're wondering, it's like, well, I, I came across this, but what's a more convenient way to listen to this? Listen to this. Listen to this. We're everywhere now. We're, We're everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Radio, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, I believe, and a few other little ones. And if you're one of those idiots that use a Stitcher, hey, we're there too. You can find us on Instagram, yes, 64-Bit Legends, at 64-Bit Legends on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at bcaboose, K-A-B-O-O-S-E. Uh, you can find me on Instagram. I'm the B, the O, the B, the B, the Y, the B, the O, the B. It's Bobby. Sorry. Wait, is that how you wrote it out? No. <laughs> I was like, God damn, that's long. Bobby Caboose. I was <laughs> okay. doing the Diddy, yes. Diddy song. Sorry. Yep. Um, and uh, Melvin Troy. Yes. Find him on Twitch. Twitch tonight. I'm actually going to be going on live. Well, you won't hear this at this rate, so there's no point in me plugging it. But yes, I've been twitching. I'm an official uh, affiliate now. Um, so hang out. I play a lot of Pokemon because that's what the people want. And I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know a lot of things. That's kind of a trend here. I'm, I'm very ignorant on a lot of things. Um, but I choose to want to talk about them. So, um, but yes, Twitch, uh, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Twitter, um, Facebook, I guess, but I'm not using that no more since I'm an affiliate. I can't, I, I, I learned uh, side note. I learned I can't broadcast. I can only broadcast on Twitch now. And if you like our entrance theme, check out T the Monster. He's the one that wrote it, produced it, wrapped it. He's on Spotify. I'm sure he's on uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, pretty much wherever you can get music. Check out T the Monster. I like to plug him as much as I can. Yes, absolutely. Um, He's got uh, shit on YouTube. 
And uh, I think that's all of our plugs. So uh, join us next time. We have our video game character draft coming up. Oh, absolutely. We have another top 10 list. Yes. We have uh, multiple shows, multiple ideas coming out. Yep. So. Yeah, especially since with guests are going to be a little tougher to come by right now. We got plenty of other stuff that we're able to do. And, of course, once this uh, quarantine is lifted, we that'll start coming back as well. So uh, stay tuned. And enjoy WrestleMania. Exactly. <laughs>